Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of Critical Hit, a foul mouth podcast where we talk about everything. I'm your host, Red King, and with me always is Crimson and Krona Warden. I'm not entirely sure why I had one cup off my ear. <laughs> yeah, you have sounded both now. It's like the old days where you just had one cup. <laughs> Three hosts, one cup. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Tonight, it is heat two round two of mythical champions we've been sleeping on it for a minute but we're back <laughs> it we're is it. <laughs> it is suchi gumo versus phoenix yeah only one will survive yeah and the phoenix is always right what if you got that reference let me i no i didn't get it flew right over my head <laughs> Are you guys ready? <laughs> falling, falling, falling. Dang it. I, I'm ready. <laughs> Talking shit right off the jump. <laughs> we are Critical Hits and Mythical Champions. Heat 2, Round 2, starts now. <laughs> Before we begin, my chest is itchy. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Yeah, that's really fucking tracksuit mafia ass, dude. Put your talc on. <laughs> Yo, shut up. <laughs> I'm the most sweaty. comfy I've ever been recording an episode. <laughs> I have Crocs on and a tracksuit. <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable. <laughs> Before we begin, you sound uh, like a middle aged white woman right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got my joggers and my Crocs on. Like, whoa, <laughs> I'm so comfy. <laughs> Listen, it, it, you'd be surprised what you can do in Crocs. You Unfortunately, can... my pumpkin spice is gone. Whoa. <laughs> you can go run errands. You can go shake somebody down for money. It's crazy. You can do a lot of things. <laughs> uh, we're going to do another segment of D&D Railed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A Pathfinder segment. A Pathfinder segment where you shake people down for money in Crocs. Um, <laughs> Give me your GP. <laughs> you want? Okay, quick aside. Crocs are the ultimate shoe uh, for this reason. They're actually shaped like human feet. If you look at Crocs, right? You see like your oh, big toe no is... Your big toe is forward and your middle toe is sometimes ahead of your big toe. It's like shaped in the correct uh, foot shape. So are my shoes. Ain't nobody asking you, bro. <laughs> now, there's some pointy shoes. Yeah, they got a point. They're a little, they Who would have fuck decided that shoes got to end in a point? Uh, Psychos. Jesters from the 1500s. With their stupid little bells. <laughs> Listen, listen, don't hate on my bells. Speaking of clowns. No, you uh, have croc balls. Well, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Speaking of clowns, we are talking about a, a, a hero who decided to work for the mob. He lost his rank. He lost his mind. No, he gained that back. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I guess arguably. Yeah. He um, had a drink, one too many. I, I think found God. <laughs> a God. Yeah, yeah. One that likes to just kill things that are quote unquote unjust. He, he is the he, he's whoops. going through some shit. 
That was weird. <laughs> it sounded like we were late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that really got... <laughs> We said it at the same time, the same fucking inflection. And our voices are yeah. really similar. You guys sound very similar. <laughs> that was like the chorus effect. That's weird. <laughs> I don't even know how to deal with that. <laughs> As opposed to the Coriolis effect. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 what? Snipers, you should be thinking about this. What is a Coriolis effect? Coriolis has to do with the fact of way like hurricanes and shit spin in northern versus southern hemisphere. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was like, I don't know why I thought it had to do with coral. You're an idiot. Uh, Great barrier reef. Coral! Coral! So the, this is kind of interesting because like we're recording at a different time of the week because we're trying to like stay ahead of like the Thanksgiving break and all that shit. Yeah. We're trying to still have episodes for you to listen to while uh, you go through your holidays with your family. Shit, another aside here. It comes again. I don't know <laughs> who needs to hear this, but you should have already had your turkeys defrosted by now. By the time you listen <laughs> to this episode, I hope your turkeys are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, yeah, actually. That's uh, crazy because, yeah, it comes out on Friday. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm, or yeah. maybe we release it early so you can listen to it on Thanksgiving. Uh, probably not going to happen. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, realistically, there are people that do their Thanksgivings on the weekend. So, huh. word. Uh, so, if you're, you're one of those people, make sure your turkey's out by the time you listen to this episode. That would be insane if it wasn't. So, the we're gonna flash fry this fucker <laughs> so usually usually i have like a D rail that kind of does a play-by-play of a session that already happened but now i'm ha- hyping a session that's about to happen <laughs> yeah we're about to go into a boss fight and this is uh this is potentially because we've all already had a mini run-in with this particular boss and it nearly went very badly a lot our tank with the most hp what i I think she has like 120 something she's actually not the person with the most hp who my wife has the most hp she's a constitution based class well then never mind but she is ac person she is our tank and that this this boss was laying hands and not the healing kind (laughs) 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 so he He's all up on his uh, I am a true hero of justice thing against our our regular heroes, our professional heroes, and our vigilante. uh, And our one murder hobo. Yeah. Draco. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's a free spirit. He's not a murder hobo. He posed our party a... He said to like betray the champion of our group or in 24 hours, he's going to find, he's going to find her and kill her himself. Uh, obviously because this is a team based game. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so I've been trying very hard to build what I hope is going to be a challenging boss fight. <laughs> Well, who knows? Watch it go crazy. Be like, you know what? Just get steamrolled. Like <laughs> the last couple of boss fights I made up, <laughs> or like, turn yeah. the sniper rifle. Maybe I maybe I turn on all y'all yeah. and I peace out the campaign. <laughs> like that was a really weird way for Crimson to leave that one. <laughs> 
He could have just said he didn't want to play. <laughs> no, no. Virgil's not going up like that. Come on, man. Come on, man. He's too stylish for that crap. Mm-mm. <laughs> What's his highest saving throw? Will. Okay. No, yeah. just figuring out I if I have old. to kill him, what spells I need to use. Mm-mm. You ain't getting them. Magic <laughs> missile, probably. <laughs> My 94 plus 9. I'm not I'm not going to turn on the Bardy. That would I know. be absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I'm not going to turn on the Bardy. <laughs> I'm going to turn up the Bardy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, you, you introduced something interesting in our last session. If you remember correctly, to to set the mood. Oh, Pocket Bard. Yeah. 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 That fucking oh, app yeah. is awesome, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like Pocket Bard. It's for iOS and Android. I guess now I'll have to drop a link in the description. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it is the ultimate. Uh, it's like an app that gives you background music. And you get and you get sliders, right? And the sliders will change the intensity yeah, yeah. of a song. And you can switch it between exploration mode, which you know has like a different kind of theme. You could do battle mode. There are different like you could make an urban one, you could make like a space one, kind of like there's like all kinds of different themes. And you can purchase packs to unlock more music. This is not a paid um <laughs> this is not a paid endorsement at all, but it fucking could be. I fucking love that shit. Yeah, Pocket Bard, whoever makes Pocket Bard. I'm just gonna be I'm gonna call you Pocket Bard creators. Um maybe you can hit us up. <laughs> it's really sick because the Pocket Bard is the name of the company. Hey, sweet, sweet, what's sweet, up, sweet. Pocket Bard? Pocket Bard LLC. How you doing? <laughs> so, like, a limited liability corporation. <laughs> what liability is it, bro? You limited. dropped a tablet on your own dick? Psychotic. <laughs> um, it, it was the perfect setup for a dramatic Water Tower face down. Yeah. That was, that was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was really good. It was oh. really good. I'm looking forward to using it again tomorrow. And then probably the the new app uh, charm will fade and I'll, I won't be able to queue up anything good and it'll just sound stupid. But, <laughs> but don't hold standbys. <laughs> no, because like my, my old standby was YouTube, which I did start. Like I subscribed to like YouTube premium. So I wouldn't have to do the ads. And then you found Pocket Bard. And then I found Pocket Bard. Please like, cancel the YouTube Premium. No, no, YouTube Premium is. The you want to know what? Because you boys spoiled now. Yeah, yep. I can't stand ads anymore. Well, here, I'm past it. Here's the they other. They got me. You fell in the <laughs> YouTube trap. It's if I unsubscribe, the ads will be worse. This is true. That's the YouTube trap. It's also just very nice not to have. You could just endlessly indulge in nonsense without having to sit with an overly loud and annoying ad because for some reason they still do that. (laughs) Is your penis hard? Whoa, whoa. (laughs) That's exactly what it should be. Like, what? Like, you realize my kids share this fucking account? (laughs) Let me get your penis hard. Did you just offer... Did you just offer... That really went off the rails in perfect, uh, in perfect theme. Uh, we will, I guess I will 
<laughs> recap everyone on this whole hopefully amazing boss fight uh on our next episode of D Derailed, a Pathfinder segment. Is your phoenix hard? Wow. <laughs> My sword is hard. <laughs> let's uh let's get this going, man. Okay, so uh right. This is heat two, round two of mythical champions. In in our red corner, we have <laughs> Uh, not you, motherfucker. What? That's right. Tsuchigumo in the red corner. You betrayed me. After <laughs> finishing a honestly easy bout against um, Mazakin, it was it was actually a little embarrassing. <laughs> that, that's listen. All right, it was just a bad matchup. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that yeah, was, you were focusing too much on my current uh champion. Yep. Yeah, yep. Which would have been a great matchup, but too bad. That was survive. some E Honda versus Ryu bullshit. He had <laughs> Mazakin, she had no chance. <laughs> no no chance. You're you're correct about this. In the blue corner. That's right, I did that shit to you. Yeah. Uh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> After his Victory against uh, Lignaposht. I keep, you, I'm like so fucking afraid of like saying that and like completely butchering it. What is wrong with <laughs> It is the Phoenix tag, tag gummit. Concern it. Conflam it. <laughs> Rising from the ashes of his opponent. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Two champions shall enter and only one shall leave because the other one will be dead. Uh, we are going to once again go over their special uh, abilities We'll go over their weaknesses and we will examine their spec factor. <laughs> and decide who of the two will do the damn do. <laughs> yep. Um let me see. So Valkyrie won the previous heat. Yes. So it is up to Crimson and Phoenix to you can you can go first you can choose to differ okay so you know what I'm gonna defer I'm I'm gonna defer okay so I I want to I want to hear what you got <clears throat> what do you uh show me what you got so just as a refresher on Suchi Gumo it is a 60 foot long spider with greater than human intelligence. <laughs> it is a master of illusions. It's webs being that it's from a spider that large are incredibly strong because spider silk has greater strength than steel. 
<laughs> it is not. They are not steel. I will say that they are stronger than steel, but they themselves are not metal. Which I mean, bonus. But go on. <laughs> they can also shape shift into many, many things. That's cool. <laughs> that's very cool. <laughs> well, that's in the actual saga that covers Tsuchigumo. The warrior they're fighting, they invade a village, and it's this dude's army versus Tsuchigumo's illusion army. So they can make massive illusions. Listen, there ain't gonna be no illusion to this ass whooping, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cover some of the Phoenix's weaknesses oh and boy. some forms that uh, will be of use here. Sure. <laughs> so, iron. Tsuchigumo, <coughs> being an ancient-lived warlord-type creature, is familiar with weapons. There is a type of yokai called a Sukumogami, which is... The idea behind the original version is it's an object that is useful that has been around for more than 100 years, gains a spirit. Very often happens with swords. Hmm. Hmm. What if it's a steel sword? That's still iron. Yeah, steel is <laughs> refined <laughs> iron, my dude. Steel is an ally of, alloy of carbon and iron. Oh, I was hoping. It's fine. He was pretending to be stupid. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's a katana that can float on its own and fly oh it's like that fucking sword from pokemon yes or any of the various like japanese objects that do it yeah like it's a whole type of like like spirit. a tea kettle honestly i think he was going for a sex toy <laughs> yeah. how the fuck can you read minds <laughs> you, may, you get this look in your eye where you're about to go and you just raise your eyebrows twice, and I don't even think you always know you do it. <laughs> I, I didn't even say it. That's incredible. He's imagining like some chick in a kimono. <laughs> this is my memoirs of a geisha. <laughs> memoirs of getting fucking arrested. <laughs> you deserve prison. <laughs> That's me. So, magic. Yeah. So Tsuchigumo itself, its primary magic is the illusion stuff. Kitsunes are a form it can take. And there is a kitsune for each element. This is true. Water kitsune. <sighs> okay. Okay. And if it needs fire immunity, classic Oni. And all of these are spirits. Which means while well, you can affect the world around them with time, they themselves impressive okay. exist outside the sp the scope of time. Okay, okay, that, oh, that all right. Arguably, very good, uh, very good. Um, comeback there. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. I got a little something for you. Okay. Okay. So. Sujigumo, big spider with uh, eyes. You know what I mean? Spider eyes. You know how those spider eyes work? You know how they they got all them fucking dealy bobs in there? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the fact that they are eyes? 
They their eyes are different than human eyes. They have those weird like crazy Com- compound eyes. Compound eyes. Yeah, exactly. I knew what that was. <laughs> um, well, compound eyes is technically flies. What the hell the spiders got? Oh wow, you're right. Spiders uh, are just weird. They just have eight eyes. <laughs> well, well, they got eight eyes to be bamboozled by photokinesis. Okay. So light bending. Light bending. Yes. Which the only reason why anything with eyes can see is because of light refractions. Mm-hmm. So a phoenix has the ability to control, manipulate, and otherwise use light to its to its advantage. So with controlling of light, it could potentially take away vision, which is a very difficult thing for a, a seeing creature to then deal with. I don't think spiders are well known for their hearing. Are they? Spiders tend to rely more on. So depends on the species of spider, but usually they rely on things pulling on webs or trap door spiders sense vibrations in the ground. Suchigumo is the mountain spider. It lives in caves. So it basically has the equivalent of tremor sense. So and spiders can very often feel things moving their hair. So, ooh, so how much? I guess a bird eating tarantula might might uh, be an argument here. Uh, so yeah, that's a rough one. <laughs> yep, yep, that's a rough one. But but we're not done yet. I know. Um, because as as we stated in the, uh, by the way, I guess it's a good time to go over what the phoenix can also do. Mm-hmm. As that technically should have been a first thing. A uh, phoenix can also be a shapeshifter. It can take the form of not many things, but a human is one of them. Mm-hmm. In human form, they have super strength. Mm-hmm. They have um, fire mimicry. They can fake fire as well as real fire. Mm-hmm. They have incineration touch, mm-hmm. it, which in human form only, a phoenix can incinerate anyone or anything with a single touch. Mm-hmm. Um. So it says the ability is so strong they can reduce a whole human man to ashes in seconds. So it says it's similar to an angel smiting. So that's it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty explosive deal. Um, superhuman speed, mm-hmm. hellfire, and holy fire, mm-hmm. not just regular fire. Um, pyrokinesis, which is obvious. fire control. So is the is holy and unholy fire a human only thing, or is that that is any type of that's a phoenix in any form? So as long as it can cast fire, which it can in any form, it can also use hell or holy fire. Um, immortality, which we're like I said, we're not going to count that because it can die; it just comes back. Um, so as long as it there dies, is actually way a way to kill a phoenix that is an ash form. You have to douse them in water. Ooh, okay. I mean that that's fair, but I was I was still gonna take a death as a death though. Is well, Suchigumo yes. technically a demon. Suchigumo is a yokai. Okay. So um healing tears, a healing factor. Mm-hmm. Um so even not even if it's a non-fatal injury, they can heal themselves similar to uh something like Deadpool or Wolverine. Um they can disappear in bursts of flames. Mm-hmm. They have chronokinesis, which we've went over, um, self-resurrection, shape-shifting, and matter transmutation. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Is- 
So yes, so it can create things from just matter that exists in the world. So in, well, transmutation and creation are two different things. It's converting something. So it has to. That's what I mean. It has to be there first. So it, uh, law of equivalent of exchange. Yes. Yes. So it's, turning a cave into lava. Yep. Turning a cave into lava. Turning any of that stone into theoretically, you could create weapons from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you even if you just need to turn into human form and arm yourself, you could do that. Mind you, with super speed and super strength. So is the Phoenix in human form still have that weakness to iron? The Phoenix always has weakness to iron, okay. no, ma- no matter what. Same thing with magic. Um, still fallible by man- magic. But I think the argument would have to be at that point, you would have to be able to get to the Phoenix definitively. Mm-hmm. This thing is fast. This thing is significantly smaller than Tsuchigumo. In spider form. In yes. spider form, yes. Um, which I also want to say, if you were to transform into something that a Phoenix could have a better chance of physically going up against mm-hmm. in human form, I think that would detract from Sujiyumo before anything. I think with incineration touch that the bigger the target, the worse off it's, it obviously would be just that ability to just fucking lucky one shot somebody that's where the oni comes in yes um because here's the thing right it says it can incinerate something the size of a man so assuming we'll go with the average height of a male in the united states is 511 so it can burn that in a matter of seconds this is something 10 times that size suchigumo can shapeshift instantaneously yes so this is true, and that does not mean that the incineration can't still happen. And even still, you would theoretically lose an arm as opposed to losing an entire person. It's still a pretty big chunk of damage. I w- yeah, I would argue that the, uh, the ability to just output damage on an incineration touch would be... That'd be one of the more dangerous aspects of... Uh, hmm. I think physically going against a Phoenix would be a tough, a tough thing to do. Now, granted, turning into a sword and an iron sword could definitely have uh, now the intelligence level of a Phoenix. We already we already figured that. Generally speaking, they are not hellishly smarter than. They're about, I mean, in human form, it's human intelligence. In bird form, it's literally everything is bird. So <laughs> so brain brain is bird. Um, obviously, danger sense is there. Mm-hmm. Everything has some sense of actual danger, but it's still a small bird brain. So it, it does, it's different when it becomes the actual bird. And um, with... With magic being its weakness, illusions will tend to be a like a tough spot. Um, I guess it kind of depends because if you were to argue that illusions, visual illusions, come from there's not only visual illusions though. There's auditory hallucinations as well. So I think that would be the tough part. I think visual would not be that hard because if there was any type of idea that there was indeed an illusion. Technically speaking, I would argue that the photokinesis could potentially 
nullify that. Yeah, I would agree. Photokinesis um, can counter a visual illusion. Right. So auditory, yes, and depending on how far the illusion can go, because I I know that sometimes even creatures can control scent and all that type of stuff. Yeah, Suchigumo is a master of illusion. Yeah, yeah. So I could I could certainly see that being a problem. Now I will also say with matter transmutation, I would argue that if you were to turn into a sword, it could potentially be a way to counteract the iron of the sword mm. to transmute away through it. So to speak, you can move it around you so it doesn't hit you. Mm. So if you talk about like that creates a different problem though, because if you're doing that and then it just turns back into a giant spider, you just get flattened. True. <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> so if something has an explicit weakness to iron, I tend to like, I like to reference like, right, fairies. Yeah. There's a situation where a fairy will act to do something against you and you wave iron in front of it and it starts to just mess up its powers. <clears throat> More or less. I didn't get that from reading up on Phoenix. Like it's just got, it's a little bit like gin in that regard where it's weak to it. But a phoenix doesn't necessarily have to run away from it. Right. Mm. It doesn't get disrupted. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They they are vulnerable to iron, but that is that is it. They're not. It's not necessarily a power disruptor or anything like that. Now, I would also say that if enough time to react, even if Suchiguma was to turn back into spider form, you could just uh, disappear into a burst of flame. Mm. And reappear somewhere else. And the flames are damaging if you... Pfft. Yeah. Yep. It is... It is... Like, everything fire is... If you're weak to it, or if you're at least affected by it, it will at least hurt. Um, I mean, short of dousing itself in water, Suchigumo doesn't have any particular, like... It's not vulnerable or invulnerable to fire. It's as normally burnable as a spider is normally burnable. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is, I, I will say also for a phoenix, though powerful, um, you we're dealing with a bird most of the time, um, or a human. Now, when it's shape-shifting ability, it's only ever stated that it's bird, human, or bigger bird. Right, like um, ostrich. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it is not a situation where, you know, it can turn into anything like Tsuchigumo. Mm -hmm. it, is not, it is not like a master-level shape-shifter. It's just a couple different forms human form does kind of give it a couple, which is weird, unique abilities. Um, bird form, it cannot do incineration touch. So if you were to attack it in bird form, it's actually a bit more, a bit more susceptible to being, mm -hmm. being messed up. So we'll give it that. <laughs> uh, and then all of its bones are <laughs> regular. Yeah, yep. I think that's that's the interesting thing weakness wise to both of these um to both of these enemies is that they're they're physical. Yes. They have real tangible bodies that operate the same way that bodies do except you know, for one, Tsujigomo's huge. He's a spider. He's a huge fucking spider. Well, yeah, yeah, as I said in the last episode with Suchigumo, technically Suchigumo is killed in their mythos 
with a sword strike right down their abdomen, it just happens to unleash millions of, you know, corgi-sized spiders. Right. I don't even want to think about the horrors of that. <laughs> That's also the thing is that last chance fuck you of waves of spiders. Which I mean, it it could it could be a problem. I mean, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And they, but they lack some of the more they're not trained, right? They're yeah. still babies. Mm. They lack some of the more advanced Tsuchigumo powers. Yes. Yes. And I would say, aside from uh, something like a strike from iron, unless it was outright fatal just from the jump, I think healing factor is a big deal. It starts to heal itself pretty quick. Yeah. 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 Now, again, it's actually not hard to completely obliterate a phoenix in bird form. It's small. It's Re- not a it, really good swat. Yeah, yeah. It is not. Yeah. A, it's not a big bird. Um, it's also not really technically that hard in human form if you're if you're bigger than a human. Um, but I will say that I think combinations of mobility, um, bit of trickery, and the healing factor I think would probably be, in my opinion, so some- does. Iron cancel the the healing factor. Iron absolutely cancels the healing factor. Iron can kill it if you. So like if like you, it's in human form and you cut its hand. That's not just going to heal. Nope, nope. Okay. It it won't heal at all. As a matter of fact, it it turns out just like a real a regular human. So even if you cut him down the chest with an iron sword, it starts a downward slope and it just. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I would probably even argue worse than a regular human because it is like. Well, right. Because that's the thing, right? With us, if we took a sword and it didn't just immediately go into our chest cavity and kill us, like you just get a slit over the top. That'll heal eventually. Yeah. Yeah. The Phoenix will not heal. So even if it say human form Phoenix went to a doctor and was like, stitch me up, they could stitch them up. And as long as those stitches hold, it won't be open, but it will never heal. Weakness is weakness. It'll yeah. it'll it'll die. <laughs> so um, same thing with magic. If, if 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 you have a very good practitioner of magic, especially water magic, um, might might have a pretty big problem on his hands. <laughs> now, Sujigumo, since it is a yokai, it can be exercised with holy magic, right? Yokai are not demons. Okay. So yokai is a broad category. There are good ones. There are bad ones. There are just yokai that are just like people just like they have a job in the celestial order and they're just like, I'm just trying to do my fucking job, dude. Leave me alone. Right. So they Suchigumo tend to fall on the evil spectrum because they're warlords, right? They're like, I'm going to conquer territory, but they're not inherently weak to holy anything. Right. Okay. And technically, the Oni form would be the one that has the holy issue. And technically, e girls are also a broad category. <laughs> Man, I don't know why I fucking said that. <laughs> what a fucking, <laughs> what a fucking reach! Like, <laughs> Stop trying to hit a shelf that's outside your scope, man. I I do that every day of my life, man. <laughs> that was, and the thing about it is, like, it was so, it was like no wind up. It was so unprovoked. 
He just like sprung an ultra. <laughs> We're just having a, a serious conversation about two mythical creatures. <laughs> Eager for a broad category two, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It, it popped into my mind, and you guys were so serious. I didn't have a chance to say it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Why so serious? I was like, wait a minute. Girls. I got a chance. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to slide into these DMs like an unwanted <laughs> DP. Yeesh. Oh my gosh, dude. My existence is an unwanted DP. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. So, uh,. I will say, though, that does sort of negate one of the bigger defenses you've stated against a phoenix is the only form being having resistance to fire. Mm -hmm. The only form probably taking around a giant iron canapo. Yes. Um, so being able to be exercised with holy fire, that might be. Well, so here's the thing, right? The fire itself, it has a process that allows it to be exercised. Mm. It's not vulnerable to the fire. Right. Okay. That's fair. That makes sense. But the holy part of the holy fire would still be It would irritate it. Like it's going to frustrate it and distract it. Yeah. Okay. But the idea is, is that if Phoenix in human form is smart enough to figure out that, okay, it's taking this form when I'm using fire... And it has the ability to make things. It if it's smart enough to know what an oni can be banished with, it can shut that form down. Okay, it'll force him to transform. Yeah, something else. Whatever yes. he gets next is something you'll have to deal with. But yeah, it'll force him to transform at that point. Okay, got you. Um, now here's here's an idea. What about just a direct overbearing? Like, for lack of a better term, like Tian Shinhan kind of just blast the eyes with burning hot light <laughs> and just blind somebody. Take away, take away one sense completely. In which form? In, uh, well, any form that needs to see. Okay, because uh, the thing about, so the Katana spirit sword form doesn't rely on sight or anything. There's yeah, no, it's, that's all supernatural senses. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. Just a sword or the whatever. Kitsune is, it can see through magic. It can, it's got really good hearing, really good sense of smell. Kitsunes don't really have to rely on sight as much. Right. Blinding them would still work, but it's not their primary sense. Okay. The well, Oni, probably that would be a better tactic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so far the nullification starts to be starts to be more the Oni so far. The Oni is definitely a weak spot capable of like random crits. Yeah. But definitely weak. I think anything regardless of whether or not vision is its primary sense once your eyes get blasted like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, so this would be what I would say, though, is, is that you can only really do that once. You can blind one of Tsuchigumo's forms once, then it's going to pick something that does not need to rely on sight. But so unless you can get the killing blow in that instant. I mean, that's a fair. argument. That is fair. That's a fair argument. Um, not to say Phoenix can't get the killing blow in that moment. 
And then the other the other option is just a huge wave of fire. Cause I think that akin to akin to the gin. Um oh, the, <laughs> the uh even more so than a gin, pyrokinesis is the main thing of this mm. of this bird. It's a fireboard. Um, so I am fireboard. <laughs> so I would say that uh, you know. Again, kind of the just crowd control amounts mm-hmm. of fire. And I would say maybe even forcing a transformation and then attacking while you have to take time to. Now it's instantaneous, yes. It still takes a couple seconds. So forcing a transformation potentially might be mm-hmm. might be the strategy. Because it's hitting a brick wall, figuring out, oh shit, I gotta I gotta shift and then shifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing that would happen with the Phoenix itself is realizing that maybe you can't do enough damage or you can't get around fast enough as a bird and then shifting or getting into a tough spot in your human form and then having to shift out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I will also say that a Phoenix technically couldn't mid high flight switch into a human form. Because yeah, it can't land on it. Yep, yep, because it would fall on die. <laughs> Even like a full speed flight, you'd have to stop and then shift. Uh, yeah, otherwise, you know, what if you're in a dive bomb and you're moving along the ground at like whatever. So that does create an interesting uh, idea. If there's a web barrier. It, yeah, if Sujigumo set up a, a no fly zone. Yeah. Because you'd have to take time to burn it. Right. That is true. That is true. It does it does create a moment of vulnerability. But if you cloak yourself in flame and dive bomb through webs, it, it may not be too bad of an issue. Mm. Uh but then you can get blasted with water while you're dive bombing. Yeah, you whatever you I think that goes the I think that goes the same for both of them is having to work on suppressing your ability to like focus on the actual enemy. Mm-hmm. And like illusions are going to be tough because if suddenly there's three Suchi Gumos, you got to figure out which one's the right one. Mm. And that might be all that it takes. Yeah. If, if he turns into, yeah, I mean, illusions are going to be tough, especially if you're of bird intelligence or slightly better. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be because there's no it's hard to define it like really really define it and I think the the interesting fact is is that it's a game of forcing the other to play your style yeah and if if that happens, definitively it comes out of victory. And I think that's kind of that's kind of the interesting part is we that we haven't had that up to this point. No, we really haven't. Yeah. It's usually just been I've got enough resources to overpower your shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like if you like and that's kind of that's an interesting thing to deal with because now it's just how many times in a theoretical however many round bout. Can somebody force the other one to play their play style? Like yeah. this is Street Fighter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you can make Guile not charge, 
He's fucked. Yeah. He yeah. can't use his flash kick. He can't use his sonic boom. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like this. That's kind of an interesting place to be in right now. Yeah. Because I almost going into this like. It was hard. It was a hard thought process to be like, okay, I think. Yo, Tsuchigumo might be a challenge because it's like you think it's like big illusionary spider can transform into stuff. Okay. But then it's like, and you start to think about the the implications of it and you get a little bit more revealed. It's like, huh, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> and, and it's like, it seems like the killing blow comes from being able to one, make your opponent um, play your game. It's literally then, in that instant you create the opening, right? Yes. And then you have to really drive on them. Oh, yeah. Because you can't just shoot one fireball and have it be it. You have to bathe a 60-foot spider in a lot of fire to burn its body up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because theoretically speaking, too, <laughs> you could you could light a Tsuchigumo on fire, but if it transformed into something that, that doesn't really matter... Now it doesn't matter that it was previously on fire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, and that I think the only thing you could argue with a Phoenix and its weakness with water is that in human form, it's not it. I mean, it's fire is limited a little bit more there, but yeah, in human form, it's not like it's always on fire. Yeah. Whereas in fire board form, (laughs) you, you hit it with water. It's gone. Yeah. So again, it's like transformations can circumvent a lot of weaknesses, but at the same time, if you force a transformation, there is your opening. And I think that's kind of the thing. That's the go back and forth here. Yeah. (sighs) So I think it is verdict time. Let's get verdict, verdict gold or whatever. (laughs) That's stupid. Uh, that was another dud. Yeah, yeah. The the first one would have been good if I could have timed it better. You guys were wordy with your explanations. <laughs> we're verbose men. <laughs> this is true. Increasingly verbose. <laughs> oh boy. Much like your hub backlog. Like Thank I you really for- I really like porn with a lot of dialogue. <laughs> I watch I watch Playboy for the story. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Yes, I really do watch it for the plot, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I can't pay my bills. All right, Octo Mom. (laughs) I, I think I'm going to. This one was tough. Uh. As far as as far as strengths and weaknesses, they both pretty easily countered each other. Um, up to this point, there hasn't really been an ability to, to like stop gap, like their glaring flaws. Yeah, mm. I think that as far as I think it comes down beyond trying to force your opponent to to uh shift out of like their apex form i think it does ultimately come down to damage output mm-hmm. i think um so i think for this one i'm 
going to I'm going to give the I'm going to give the edge to the Phoenix. Mm. Uh, it is not. <laughs> this is one that's like not by a huge margin. Um, just the ability to. Even if you're being tricked by an illusion, once you figure that out, just being able to shit fire all over the place. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, that didn't burn, so ignore <laughs> that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, being able to overcome being outsmarted, which it's going to happen a lot to a bird, to just freak out and blast things. Yeah. And even like pushed to. Like being pushed will yield more fire. Obviously, being able to force your opponent to shift. Once you encounter a giant spider and set him on fire, he's going to have to do something to stop being on fire. Yeah. And that's going to be the first. The, the first move. And I think it will eventually lead to the last move mm. with enough fire. Um, were it anybody else, were its heart able to be, uh, swayed by, by fear and stuff. I think like being a bird brain is kind of useful because <laughs> there's not so much of a mental, like you're, you're, you're not, you're not being demoralized Yeah, yep. as yep. often in battle. Cause that's one thing. Like, I think for instance, a if a Valkyrie managed to fail <laughs> her disbelief against a, an illusion, that could be very bad mm -hmm. because they, even though they're incredibly incredible warriors, they, they still operate more like very, 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 very on point humans. Yeah. This is a bird <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> and I think demoralizing a bird who wants to kill you is a little bit tougher. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think I would agree with that. I think for once, like not really having this uh, this over involvement, so to speak, in success or failure, I think yeah. is is kind of a difference maker there, and to be able to control like a battlefield in not like a battlefield commander way, but just to have enough things to get in the way of something to force the game plan. And I think that's kind of, yeah. Cause you're destroying cover, you know, you're filling, you're filling structures with fire. You're, it, it makes it ultimately more difficult to, to gain the, the tactical edge mm -hmm. just because there's fucking fire everywhere. Um, it was close, but I think that, uh, yeah, I think the Phoenix got it. That was, I'm not going to lie. That was surprising. Like that was surprising going into it, man. I, I, I was like, ah, this might be a, <laughs> this might be a clean sweep here. Um, well, the thing, the thing I would imagine would be, uh, Suchigumo landing a lot more of those pop off criticals and just, yeah. Yeah, you know, like a single move, like, oh, flying in, I'm about to, <laughs> about to land that killing blow, and then 
just feathers everywhere because it turned into a sword last second. <laughs> or, you know, something like that. Uh, thinking you have the upper hand by incinerating most of uh, most of its legs. And like, oh, I've got you now. And he shifts into an Oni and just fucking clonks your head off your shoulders. Yeah. And I, and the weird thing is, I think if it, if any point the base form was any of these more strict weaknesses, like Phoenix weaknesses, it actually would have been worse. Yeah. It would have, and I think that more times the Phoenix would have died at that point because I think having to to shift into something, which you said it takes a minute to takes a second to realize what's going on that you're in danger, you need to change into mm-hmm. something. And then now that's an opening. Yep. And I think from start to finish, there's just slightly more of those with a Suchigumo than there is a Phoenix. As the Phoenix starts in Bird. Yeah. And in Bird is somewhat arguably the most dangerous form because yes, incineration touch is great, but you gotta you gotta make contact, which you're not making contact with any of your weaknesses at that point. Right. <laughs> But this, yeah, this was freaking good, man. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a that was a good bout. I was I was I was surprised that one. That was a good one. <laughs> but that means that the final heat. This is what we've been building up to, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who gets their uh, their wings clipped first. And with that, we have reached the end. Rest in peace, Tsuchiyumo. Uh, the Phoenix moves on. I really wish my counter pick for the Valkyrie would die. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is actually, I think, going to be harder than, than if Mazikeen made it. So we're, gonna, we're just going to see what happens. <laughs> Do you get to eat Phoenixes if you kill them? Imagine they taste like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> they, they explode into ash if they die. Um. <laughs> yeah. Sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> find us wherever you find your favorite uh, Mythical Champions podcast. We are on Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, and others. Find us on YouTube at CritTube, always with a K. Same on Twitter. That's right, I fucking said it. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it anymore. <laughs> We're done with that posing ass shit. It's Twitter. It will always be Twitter. Crit hit official on Twitter. <laughs> well, right, because you type in twitter.com, not X. Yeah, hey, you want to know what I figured out? It's just the T caca. Oh, they oh, really did that. Multiplication symbol. There you go. Uh, new episodes You're every not fancy Elon. You're not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> new episodes every Friday. <laughs> Until then, um, yeah, Elon just got burnt. <laughs> <laughs>